the question is, does anyone want to give a recap a shot or do you want me to just dive in and? I think we need a recap. I'm don't, I'm not volunteering to do it, but I would like a recap. Yeah, if nobody wants to jump in, I can. Yeah, I mean, I could struggle through it if you wanted, and then you could jump in and. Let's... That might be funny. Sure. Uh, yeah, let's see what happens. And then, yeah, I'll jump in. And if anybody else wants to jump in, if their memory gets triggered. Uh, we all started off in a shuttle. Um, we had a little, I think, character backstory. So we have like um, a crazy cult guy uh colonoscopy doctor a uh <laughs> psycho chinese corporation spy woman um nice. um a disgraced scientist a disgraced scientist and what and uh caleb what's your guy what's his what's his deal you're oh, davis I'm, right no i'm the oh you're the crazy korean. chinese lady right yeah <laughs> korean she's korean Oh, I mean, whatever. Uh, <laughs> trust me. Oh, no. Trust me. I, I know how insulting that is, and I and I leaned into it. Uh, who's who's Calder? That's me. Oh, you're the disgraced scientist. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. such a serious, yes. serious picture. Pre Jenny. Um, all right. So I think I got all the characters. So we're in a shuttle. Uh, we're going. We're headed out to uh, the space station to work for some crazy ass corporation that's on the decline. Um, there's like, uh, you know, the big guys who's founded it is gone. It's like his son and his daughter and like the son is running the station. Um, you though. Exactly. Yes. I, maybe I, I need my video back on so I can make air quotes when I say running. Um, we uh, shuttle landed. We got some uh, like perfunctory uh statements from some weird uh bald guys and then they left us alone and we all started wandering around and my character went off from everyone else um and then uh you everyone else got introduced to a bunch of people including the guy who's purportedly running the station who then went to drink uh i went wandering around i actually ran into the sun drinking and had a drink with him and then uh but you know Fast forwarding, um, some uh, weird explosions and like shaking, maybe like bad shit was going on. There's a sound to the, uh, I guess, west of us in this ring. Uh, that shouldn't really be a ring, um, the way it's drawn. But um, <laughs> and we think that maybe there's no atmosphere on that side. So um, my guy Mackenzie went because he's a he's an asteroid dude. He's got the roids, um, the roid knowledge. Uh, and uh, for, okay, I think there was like, maybe I was worried there was vacuum on the other side of this. So I went back and um, Young He uh, had given me a, a pistol. Uh, I went back, got my heavier armament, gave the pistol back to Young He. And then we were headed down to the uh, hangar deck. And everybody else had kind of locked themselves in the galley, I think, right? Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, nicely done. Matt, I forgot how funny your character's avatar is with the pink headband. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's a pillar of Primaxia. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, as Duck just said, when we last left off, 
there was noises coming. Uh, are you guys all on the Farsight station map? Yes. Yeah. So if you can see the ping, there were noises coming from that, you know, through that door. Duck checked it and learned that the atmospheric pressure on the other side uh, is not quite up to standards, about 60%. Um, so that's why multiple people, I think Yunhee and Duck got uh, uh, vac suits from the nearby airlock. That's right. Airlock. We did get our vac suits. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so when the crew in the galley saw two guy, two people walk by in vac suits armed, they uh, just decided it was best to close the door. Um, but yeah, there, uh, yeah, and you know there were different people moving about the station. You know, you ran into uh, one of the OQC guys moving about. You ran into uh, the the station sort of head of maintenance, Jake. He's been moving around breathlessly you know, single-handedly saving the station from its ultimate demise. Yeah, demise. Uh, yeah, and so, yeah, we left off, yeah, with uh, Jung-Hee and uh, D-Mac about to... Oh, D-Mac, I like it. Yeah, we got D-Mac and Dr. Mac, if that works. Um, I probably should have been paying attention when people had their names. I probably. Change. Anyway, so, yeah, D-Mac <laughs> and Jung-Hee were about to head down to level two. Uh... And uh, yeah, we pick it up from there. Time to get shot by somebody on the other side of this door. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll avenge you. <laughs> and I and I uh, make sure my clip is firmly seated in my laser rifle. I think I have a laser rifle. Okay, sure I do. Uh, Young He. Um. So. Because why wouldn't I have a Blaster rifle, I do. Okay, so I'm going to now uh, activate this. Uh, so yeah, so hopefully you just popped yep. up on the second level. Yep. Oh, here we go. Cool. So as you see, your 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 tokens are all on there, but yeah, the only people actively here are D Mac and Young Hee. Uh, so so yeah, so uh, the two that are here, Young Hee and uh, D Mac, what would you like to do? Uh, what do I, what do I see? Because currently I can't see. Okay, so you you come down uh, to the second level, and it's it's basically as it was before. You know, it's sort of just the the access tunnels to the sort of uh, computer core uh, that you arrive at, where the OQC guys did their uh, bacteria checks. Um, it's a circular uh, center of the station around the outside of the circle of the room is the sort of uh, the, the the computers, the data banks, all those things that, you know, handle all of uh, Farsight Station's uh, research, collation, collection, processing. Are, are we, so we're in like a narrow hallway that runs north-south. Is, correct. where's where's the actual hangar? Uh, the hangar is if you go to the center core, then take the lift down one more. Okay, level. one more. Okay. Yeah. All right. And do, um, yeah, so for just Caleb, just, yeah, it's that, like, there's a long north-south hallway, there's a circular room in the center with a circular lift in the center, and then the same north-south hallway on the other side. Okay. I'm with probably just going to... Choke point in the middle of the hallway, I don't know what that is. I don't know why that's there, yeah. <laughs> in pure politician fashion, I'm probably just going to, like, follow behind 
of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, and all right, on this level, do I hear the noises? Are they? Does it seem like they're still just coming from up on that on the high on the? Um, was it third level we were on before? It was the. It's called technically. It's the main first level level. Main one. first level. All right. Call it first level. All right. So yeah. So what would you guys like to do? Uh, so you were saying just from a like actual like, there's no additional sounds or anything from this mm. level. Correct. Yeah. Once you come down the lift, you sort of lose any uh, trace of the noises uh, you're hearing upstairs. Interesting. Uh, I still like the whole reason D Mac came down this way was um he's worried like if if we had like someone trying to board the station he'd think they might come in through the docking bay it's what he would do um unless uh unless there's part of the main observation thing that's under construction well shit we're here uh i'm gonna head down uh is it gonna let me come through here i don't think i can get through the choke point there we go there you go uh, I'm gonna head down this way. Okay. Ding, ding, and... ding. Oh, I yeah. You can't. Okay. I think there the is. the GM has to drag you through the orifice. <laughs> I was using my keys like a gamer, and <laughs> yeah, I even with the mouse, I don't think you can do it. Um, Speak for yourself. <laughs> Wait, how how are there two people? How are you down? God damn it! How are there two of some of you? You, I, you were bringing the tokens over. Yeah, let me get rid of these extras real quick. <laughs> My God, they're multiplying. Kill them now! <laughs> okay, we're, so... we're, we're secretly playing Paranoia. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, so you come down. Again, you've lost all uh, trace of the noise you're hearing upstairs from the uh, cordoned off section of the, the station. Right. And this area of the station is currently empty. Okay, I'm going uh, to come round to the lift and is there like a how's it operated like by a button or so yeah so basically there you can get into the lift and you're able you sort of now have like say and like a, a limited elevation id card so if you were to apply it to the the bio scanner the whatever they call it uh you could access down to the dock where you came from mm -hmm. uh, but you are forbidden from going up to the uh, the, the the observation. Uh, it's it's Through where they. This... Yeah. So. Wait. Okay. Through the center lift, we can't go up. You can't go up all the way to the top because that's where the sensors are that Farsight uses to collect its data. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna head down to the docking bay. Okay. So you hop in the lift. You go to the docking bay. So there in the docking bay, you see a couple of different things. You see the ship you came in on. Right. It's still docked. You see a couple of like small utility shuttles probably used to do, uh, you know, any exterior inspections or things like that around the station. Uh, and very much the, you know, 2001, you know, you get a guy in like the, it's not literally like a, a globe like in 2001, but it's that kind of size, like a one or two person uh, utility shuttle. Mm -hmm. And you, you see a pretty fancy looking shuttle that, you would guess is uh, the the personal shuttle of Horace Edvin, the son of Marcus Edvin, who's the founder of all of Elevation. Are are the are the are any of the spaceships accessible? Uh, yeah. So 
you know the 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 private shuttle of Horace Edvin is locked down. The shuttle you came in on is sort of locked down. Utility shuttles, you do have I'll, some. Uh, is is uh, Uni still with me? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to. Uh, I, I I actually since we're looking at a part of the station that's got less atmospheric pressure, I'm going to get in one of these shuttles. All yeah, right. If you don't want me to do something, lock this shit down. I would guess, I don't know what skills this is going to be, but... Um, yeah, let's take a look. Do you have I've got pi- pilot? Yeah, piloting. Let's see, abilities? No, character. Skill, standard skills. not seeing any piloting, so this could be... No. Awesome. I can ride. <laughs> <laughs> is it a, would it be a professional skill if I had it? It would be a professional skill. I know one of the NPCs was a pilot i don't know if anyone else has any piloting I see. um yeah well what i'm gonna do is um yes yeah, oh no has... i oh. can drive but well, nice. i can drive is a bold statement um, you have piloting then i do not have piloting because oh, i think you have to drive a... yeah drives okay, is a basic that's... skill so yeah that, that doesn't help i don't think i can yeah. drive too um but you know, a lot of these times, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if you yes hand me. Like a lot of these things have pretty simple interfaces where you don't like if we get in trouble, we're fucked. But you know, right, I, right. I don't <laughs> actually want to separate from the station. I just want to get in there and maybe see if it has like a kind of a simple scanner suite and like see if I can bring up because it's we're kind of like down below and uh, or even right. just looking out the cockpit. Can I see anything on the outside of the station? So you can't see anything from the cockpit and and the only reason why is because the i don't know if you can see above the docking bay there's a side view of the station yep and the outer ring extends too far out past the uh the the base where you are to get a good look like inside from the windows you can see on the outside of the station okay Uh, but let's see about basic sensors um you got mechanics. That's not quite the sensor skill, but what I'll let you do is if you want, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to do a, we'll make it a hard uh, mechanics check. Okay. And if I just click on it, it should do them all, right? Uh, yeah. If you click on the percentage, it should do the, yeah, it should do it all. With a percentage. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Man, I didn't even pass a standard. So there you go. Yeah. So you, you don't get the, you don't quite get the, the sensors up and running. Okay. Um, do I have a sense for whether this is like a uh, like? Could I uh, kind of try and move it around, or is there like any kind of autopilot on this thing? You know what? I'll also let you do a hard mechanics. I mean, you're a belter. You've been around ships your whole sure. life. Let's see what happens. Oh God damn it! Oh Jesus! I saw. Yeah. Um, it's not. That's okay. You, know, you gotta be. If you want me to roll, you gotta be prepared for failure. It's like GMing you, right? You always have to be ready for me to fail because right. it's practically guaranteed. Um, so yeah, so you don't yeah. quite get the 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 engine to turn. All right. Well, I mean, uh, I don't. I don't want to. Well, I mean, I am in a spacesuit, but uh, and I do have some zero G skill. What is spacefaring? Oh, that's a combat skill. It's combat. Yeah, it's just sort of. Uh, Being able to do okay. like Legend of Galactic Heroes stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's a descriptive um, label for your weapons. 
Okay. Yeah, all my knowledge of geology is coming in real fucking useful right now, but whatever. <laughs> I'm just um, kind of like scoping out if anything's awry in this like why he's like messing with the machine. <laughs> okay. Let me see your skills. Um if you want to do a perception check. Um oh, past the standard. Okay. So you don't see anything unusual. You see like the the data cores, the activities are blinking, which you'd probably expect them to do. You know, the machinery is all humming. The computations are computing. Uh, yeah, you, all the space stuff's happening. Yeah, it's blinking and it's beeping <laughs> and it's beeping. Um, but yeah, but you don't seem to see anything unusual in the core. Just everything seems to be working as intended plus 30 years in bubble gum and duct tape. Okay. I'm probably a little flushed, like embarrassed that I over. Uh, I'm paranoid that I overreacted. <laughs> you walking my mood is in now. Spacesuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, D Mac uh, will absolutely not pick up on any of those cues that you're worried about. Any. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, just a quick check to those in the galley. Hunker down. Uh, what are you guys doing? Oh, I think uh, Doctor Doctor Mac is just talking their ear off about the the fundamental principles of of racquetball and how it cleanses the soul and brings one's brings one closer to Sharkloo's embrace. But no one's probably listening. Nice. And to the others, are you listening? Are you doing something else? She's definitely not, not listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm pretending that I'm listening, but I'm sort of preoccupied with. Why, where were they going? What were they doing? Right. So are you guys actively doing anything in response to the noises or besides hunkering down? Drinking. Drinking. Now, <laughs> r remind me, what was the, the noise? Was it a, was it a very loud noise? Was it a it, it sounded like actually i think it was icky icky patang <laughs> yes that's true it was some clanging some almost like you know some object banged into another object uh things like that but it wasn't like explosions or screams of pain or passion or anything like that i mean would it sound like something that would be you know not uncommon on a science uh space station or that's does it sound way out of place? That's hard to say. All you know is that it came from the section of the station that is locked down. It's, you know, it's not like the usual hum of the the atmosphere systems and stuff like that. It was definitely, you know, one sound sounded like one metal crate dropping on the floor or something like that. Uh, Got it. And, and which way... Which way did the uh, the robot go, tour guide? Uh, so the tour guide, he, you know, he headed down to the southeast, uh, you know, to the <laughs> clockwise direction. But, um, but you haven't seen him since. You know, he might you know, maybe he's walking around the halls now. I don't know, but I mean, I guess I would know him. Beady, 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 beady. But, uh, but yeah, he, but once you, you know, you, you didn't see him, you didn't see it in the halls. Uh, after the is that story. really his preferred pronoun? I mean, have we asked? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. This is—I feel like we've covered so much ground in this episode. 
Uh, I'm just getting you off course. That's what yeah. I like to do. So, um, but yeah, you, you, you know, obviously, you know, it might be wandering the halls now. You're not sure. But hunkered down, guess, you haven't seen it since. I how, guess I want to... Go ahead. Real quick before you go on, Pete, how much time's passed since the others left? Let's say about 15 minutes, 20 okay. minutes. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Pete. So Dr. Mac, can you ask Sharklu if the others are still alive? <laughs> I I think, brother, you must understand I do not just commune with Sharklu. It's it's more about embracing Sharklu himself, itself. Perhaps we should look after them or go and find them or maybe investigate ourselves. We're fine strapping young yeah. men and my body is in tune after years of racquetball play. <laughs> and and uh, very well. After, after you. Funny. And, and I'm going to retcon my sort of background, not background so much, but personality and sort of say that, you know, this is probably the first time she's been on a space station. So she probably is going to be a little bit more nervous about, you know, sound, uh, you know, like, are you, are we supposed to be hearing that kind of a sound? Right. So, so I said, yeah, you know, let's see if we could find that, that tour guide robot and um, see if that's a problem. Dr. Uh, Dr. Max stands up and like puffs up his chest a little bit, but when he gets to the airlock release or whatever, there's definitely a hesitation and he, he looks back at the others. And I kind of no time to embrace shark loose like today. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like give that little nod, like, well, Go ahead. <laughs> but, ah. but clearly he's doing it, not her. <laughs> Shark lose embrace. And so he'll he'll pop open the door. All right. Or airlock or whatever is there. Cool. Uh so you open that door. Oops, there Roll it is. Roll initiative. Open. No. So really quickly, we'll jump back to uh Yung Hee and Duck. And uh Duck, are you still in the, the docking bay? Did you make your way back up? What would you like? Uh, you, I think after up? like kind of finding out it, I, I, it's a, uh, I can't really run the ship. I would start heading back to the lift. Okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm really not waiting to see if Young He follows me. I'm just. Okay. So yep. you make your way back. Uh, my, to the my two. character is still on the uh, second level. Are you able? To, uh, oh, did I? Oh, that's because I just activated the other. Okay. Let me. If I go here. Oh yeah, I'm on. The yeah, you can move to a level, but you have to activate yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Right, and yeah. I can only activate one at a time. Right, I can't have right. them both. Okay. I think you can send different characters to different levels, but uh, I'm not sure exactly how you do it. Okay. So, yeah. And it's so, probably not worth it anyway. Okay. So, while Yung Hee and uh, D Mac, you know, reunite on level two, uh, the three of you come out of the galley and you see the uh, XO14 sort of wheeling around the hallways, you know, just sort of running its path, doing normal things. Yeah, just sort of like, bleep, 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 and you know, uh, sort of we're all going through die. Beedy, I'll, beedy, beedy, I'll, beedy, call beedy. Out, I'll call out to it and like, can you give us a, a status report on the station? It's like, well, hello, Dr. Mac. How are you? Yes, I can. The current status of the station is, you know, operational levels are all within parameters. So, so what was that sound? We heard like a crash. That is very interesting. Where did you hear the crash from? And so I gesture around the, the bend there. Okay. And so XO14 sort of wheels over. I'll follow. And uh, yeah. says, you know, auditory detectors detecting. And 
and says, you are correct. There is a noise coming from the other side of the door. Would you like to investigate? Um, well, what do you think it is? And he sort of goes, unknown. I'm sure it's nothing. Don't you, don't you have a maintenance person who can check into this? That would be Jake. He is the station's maintenance chief. Jake's the one that went heading the other direction, right? Same guy. Yeah, in the last session, he was just like, I don't have time for this. Well, well, maybe XO, you should go and check it out. XO, uh, so XO goes, did, 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 did. I am not capable of getting through the temporary airlock established on the other side of this door. What happens if we try to go through the temporary airlock? Uh, he goes, did, 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 did. I may open the door for you and you can find out. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> and, and he turns it out, it'll all be fine. Right. <laughs> so XO14 goes over here and goes, did, 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 and unlocks the door. Is that open? Oh, there we go. And then can open it now. So when he unlocks the door, you see on the other side, there's sort of, if you've seen the movie The Martian, it's sort of like an inflatable, small, temporary airlock mm. Is that it was probably sort of jury-rigged as a solution to some of the problems. Never meant to be a permanent solution, but yet here we are. Uh, they've just never gotten around to fixing whatever is the issue. But you can see there is a, a small airlock. You know, you don't immediately depressurize uh, part of the station. Um, there is this sort of temporary seal established how long has this temporary seal been here my estimates are eight years oh i'm sure it's fine then come on come on doctors dr patel's like uh are you sure you want to be going down that you know very anxious now puff up my chest a little bit more just as a reminder on the other side of this airlock is a 60 percent atmosphere uh, like a semi-depressurized uh, state of being, just so... Because uh, I, I know the other two got vac suits, but I didn't remember. I know Jesse checked to make sure the temporary one was on his person. I don't remember what the other two did as far as getting some kind of protection. Yeah, I don't want... Uh, Dr. Patel wouldn't have any clue about any of that. And Dr. Mack would act like he does, but doesn't. Like, he doesn't have any clue, but he's acting like this is stuff he's seen before. Now, but would, would we see something about that it would be 60%, you know, atmosphere? Like, is that like a, on a panel someplace so that that part yeah. you would say, oh, wait a minute, that doesn't seem safe. Yes. On the outside bulkhead door that you just, that XO14 just opened, there was a reading that says. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you definitely know that so, the atmosphere is limited on the other side. So then maybe as, 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 uh, as uh, Dr. Mac is, you know, sort of, you know, again, boldly going forward, I yeah. kind of grab him by the collar almost, right? And I like, pull him back. Say, no, 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 that's not, that's very crazy. It's only 60, it's only 60% atmosphere. That We can't go through in there. Oh, can you imagine the speed we could play racquetball at 60% <laughs> gravity? <laughs> I, I don't think friction. that's how that, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Um, okay, so really quickly, uh, Jung-Hee and uh, D-Mac, what's going on on level two? 
uh, we're making our way back up to the main deck. Okay, so you want to come back up? Is yeah, I mean, it, we didn't see anything when we came down this way, so I'd say okay. we're just uh... okay. So as you open the doors to the lift, you see you know the other three standing there with the door wide open, about to go into an airlock. Doctor Mac is like, "Oh no, I'll be fine," and he's about to open it. Um, actually, I shouldn't speak for you. I don't know if that's the intention. Oh yeah, he's totally gonna open it. Okay, so that's what you see as you uh, come up the the lift to the main level again. Uh, DMAC grabs onto a handhold on the wall. <laughs> it says nothing. But this is after, I guess, Dr. Patil has pulled me back, so. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, right. I do I've, got a grin on, I've got a grin on my face. I was about to say, yeah, I you, appreciate You don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, the DMAX, I'll allow it approach. <laughs> That's right. Fuck that guy. Okay, I'm like, so, okay, so Dr. Uh, Dr. Patel, you've pulled Dr. Mac back from the brink. Okay. And I say, if and, we're, we're going to go in there, I think we need to, uh, those special suits. Okay. And then as you say those kinds of things, you notice that Yung Hee and uh, D Mac have returned. Well, and uh, when I see, like, they've got a full temporary um, airlock yeah, on the you, other side of this. You definitely, yeah, you recognize it as like, a, like an, an emergency temporary airlock. I'm just going to shove these guys out of the way and, and go into the airlock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So. Um, <clears throat> well, they seem to have that under control. Should we go back to the bar? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, now I'm wondering if I, and, and is, did young, young, he, like young, young, he, did she come by? So I'm, I'm going to say to her, you know, where, where, do, where can I get a suit? I'm trying to think where she got. She's like, they were over. They're um, on the air. Anywhere there's an airlock, there's uh Oh, there should be one. Would there not be one? No, because it's temporary, so there wouldn't be one here. No, there's not one here. Because I was about to say, like, I would just like pull down the door and like point. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she's like, uh, XO. Where can we find a a suit? XO goes. Suits are located at all the airlocks around the station currently two airlocks are accessible by all personnel one is clockwise about you know say 100 yards and then further clockwise on the opposite side of the station near sick bay please be careful near all airlocks as they are very dangerous good man Th thanks xo <laughs> so because i you know i sort of say well maybe i i should get one and, and you know if, if this could be a dangerous thing then you guys might someone help somebody gets hurt or something okay all right so you're gonna go suit up yeah so i guess so we got to go all the way around uh yeah I'll, I'll show you i mean yeah so i don't know if you can see the pinging it's basically there's one right there but you know we can just sort of assume oh. that you've doubled down and come back and uh jesse no, I, i'm i i don't want to break the immersion let walk okay. down so uh, i can uh jesse and uh Dr. Mac, what are you guys doing as uh, Dr. Patel runs and gets a suit and uh, D. Mac goes into the airlock? Oh, well, Dr. Albert's going to turn to Calder and watch him because he sees Patel go the other way. Uh, I'm going to um, start putting on my emergency suit. All right, nice. Hmm. Okay. Perhaps I should get one. 
<laughs> yeah, so back in the gif. And he takes off on. in like a too confident of a jog. <laughs> nice. Cool. <laughs> Hair bouncing up and down over his, <laughs> his head. And, and I just kind of turn around and point to, to the way that I came. Like, it's down that way. Ah, oh, thank you, my dear. Shark losing the race. <laughs> nice. All right. So back to Duck. Duck, now that you have gone into the airlock, um, you see some of the people behind you now are starting to suit up as well. Okay. Uh, I assume I assume you wouldn't open the next door to the airlock without first closing the, the one yes. behind you. So yeah. I don't know if the is all did, of, is well, Junie. Like I wouldn't wait. Is it, did Junie follow me in or no? Yeah, I'm tailing you because I'm still not like we're safe situation. Okay. So the two of you. I guess have gone in and shut the yeah, door. I've, I've shut the door behind us and I'm cycling the other one. Nice. Is okay. there a is there a viewport on this temporary one or is it? Yeah. And yeah. Do I see anything when I look out there? What do I see? Uh, no, you don't see anything uh, going on yet. Okay, but what like what is it like? Uh, just oh. more of the station or what, like what's 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 the what's the deal with this part of the station? Do I let me give I you sort of like an evocative image yes i'll put it in increase the my immersion by 42 percent. it'll be in the m space rocket channel rocket think to load it in. so downloading Ooh, i love the uh art deco uh style i do really like the art to this game yeah yeah that's nice. that really jumped at me. so you get the general impression like you know lights are sort of out mm -hmm. uh you get you know, this part of the hallway seems relatively empty. Is there actually a guy over there? Or is that just part of the art? No, that's just part of that specific image. Okay. That's picture that being you entering okay. through the airlock. Uh, you see, I feel like I'm in 2001 now. I can see myself, and then I see <laughs> exactly. My, do I see myself as a child? Anyway, uh, <laughs> right. And then about here, you can see like there's a wall, and then the the passageway narrows to about here, and then Got seems it. to open up beyond that. What is the dotted line? So the dotted line is, I mean, I don't care. So uh, this area, you know what? I won't exactly tell you, but this area here yeah, in front right. of you, I'll tell you more about it when you get closer. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If I don't see any threats, I'm going to, I'm going to glance over at Junhee and then I'm going to cycle the, uh, the inner, inner yeah. door. I was about to say, cause I haven't said anything the entire time we've been doing our thing, but I'm just finally just like, oh, great. It's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you guys cycle the door, you go through, and I assume he yeah. goes behind you. Yeah, and okay. uh, I've got the I've got my laser rifle at kind of a parade ready. Cool. So yeah, so you're starting to hear two different things. First, from this area right in front of you, you seem to see like a room that's completely closed off, but you hear behind it a lot of humming, a lot of mechanical noises, and you're guessing that's like where the oxygen processor is. That's where uh, like the, the computing core of the, the station is on level two. You figure this is more like the mechanical core. Okay. And uh, so that dotted line you're seeing, you would guess it would, since you're not seeing like a, a doorway, you would guess that there must be some special access hatch to get to it. So somebody couldn't accidentally walk in and shut the air off. Gotcha. 
that's what the dotted line is. But it is somewhat ironic that the oxygen processing station is at lower pressure than the rest of the station. <laughs> right, right. Ironic and or worrisome, yes. Right, it's in the section that they've locked down. Right. Uh, the second thing you hear, though, is the clanging, the the bangs. They've gotten louder, and they're coming up ahead. You're not sure how far, but it's definitely something. Concrete. So the noises from in here sound normal to me. Correct. You would expect that to be what the... It's just humming machinery-like noises. And then the yeah. weird, weird noises are kind of coming from more down this way. Down the hall, yeah. yeah. And so really quickly, the three still outside... Uh, what are you guys doing as you see them disappear through the second hatch of the airlock? Well, so does that mean then do we, again, I have to go with the idea that my character doesn't know anything about airlocks and all that. So, you know, I'm sort of looking to the others to say, well, is it safe? Could we go or? Well, I'm sure it was safe without these suits, but better. <laughs> <laughs> An extra layer of precaution never hurt anyone. And he affixes a, uh, another sweatband on the exterior part of his suit. <laughs> That's 10 million uh, inspiration points. Do you, do you agree, Dr. Calder? Shall we, shall we proceed and follow the others? Or? I don't see why not. All right. So then uh, Dr. Mack will start cycling the airlock, but nice. it's a process. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So they're cycling the airlocks. You, uh, Yunghee and DMAC, you hear the airlocks behind you about to, you know, start doing their thing. Yeah. I mean, I figured they were going to come along because they were milling about, like, you know, whatever, sheep or whatever they are. But right. yeah, I'm going to, at this point, I'm, I'm not waiting. I'm going to okay. head down this way. All right. And Yunghee, what would you like to do? I'm following DMAC because, like, my arithmetic on who's going to not get me killed. <laughs> <laughs> So, and let me ask, as you go down the hallway, is it just like, describe to me your approach. Are you just walking down the middle of the hallway? Are you being extra cautious? <laughs> what, what's the take on your approach? Uh, you know, I, I don't think DMAC has a military background. Uh, I think he's had some bad experiences with pirates. Um, he knows how to use his blaster <laughs> rifle. Yeah, I was going to say, you know uh, so, your way around your gun, but yeah. Yeah, so he's probably, you know, he's not doing something as smart as, like, slicing the pie kind of stuff, mm -hmm. but he's definitely not, like, just kind of strolling down the center of the walkway. You know, he's going to come to corners and, like, you know, peek around the corner. Right. And, uh, you know, the, the, the rifle now may be pointed in front of him. Is it dark in here? Yes, it's dark. And so your suit's... Do you have like a headlamp? It projects maybe thirty meters down. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, the the rifle, like he he smart. He keeps the rifle pointed in the direction that his headlight points, right? So it's kind of tied on a swivel to his head. So as he, you know, maybe he's doing a poor man slice the pie, but yeah, he he he's going to stick to one wall or the other. Okay. Um, and you know, he's not. He's probably not like, you know, he's not like crawling on the ground or anything. Right. But he's trying to be, you know, he's in a spacesuit, though, right? So it's not mm -hmm. like you can be super stealthy or, you know, quiet. Right. Okay. Uh, having said that, just give me a basic uh, stealth check. Okay. Just so I have we'll that number. Let's see how badly we can do on that. <laughs> do you need me to follow suit? Yeah. Why don't you do that as well if you're going to? 
That's a pretty good roll. It's a good uh, roll. I don't have a lot of stealth. But you don't have a lot of stealth. Okay. Yep. Mm, that's, that's a pretty a, bad roll. roll. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Why did it show up as an 81 when I saw it? I was looking at the wrong die. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, I probably should have done that as a DM roll, but that's okay. Uh, anywho. Well, actually, that's a good. Uh, did it just show that roll that I did? Yeah, yeah. and then you and then you Deleted. removed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I wasn't. So I just probably tipped my hand, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, I don't know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. So you guys keep making your way down. The other three. Um, you guys make your way through. I only see two though. Where's? Oh, there you are. You're stacked. As, so as a sharp you... contrast, um, Doctor Albert is like flailing his arm around, and he, as he's talking, probably pretty patronizing to Doctor Patel about being in a spacesuit, <laughs> and like the needle gun is just like no discipline, just like waving back and forth all over the place, probably like crossing in front of Calder's face <laughs> a couple times. Right. I assume absolutely no trigger discipline. Oh yeah, no... for sure. Perfect. All right, so all of you are now making your way down the hall. How far do you want to go? I mean, I Doctor Max is something. Yeah, he's just like okay. just blabbing on to Doctor Patel about space. When you're suit. when you're going down a hole, you go all the way. Exactly. All right. So as you guys are going down, talking at full volume, such as I, I think, I think Doctor Calder makes a point of walking by uh, Mac, um, like completely nonchalant, like he's just walking down the hall. D D Mac, you're walking by me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you just see, like I don't know why you're you're looking out for some hidden danger there. <laughs> so yeah, so you see station <laughs> coming right. around the this corner. Is a research station. Dmac Dmac smirks and uh, lets you walk past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, Doctor Mac would be same thing. And assuming that even if she's not behind, still talking to Doctor Patel like she's right to his right or something. Okay. So let's pause. Uh, so you see from around this corner, uh, a, a droid appears about, say, seven feet in height. It's clearly a cargo loading type droid. And it's completely covered in like dust. You can tell that it seems to have not been used for the longest time. But now where it sort of moves, it's, it's you know, it's its shoulders some of the dust has been shaken off but other parts of it like it's it's quote-unquote head uh, it's you know chest carapace and stuff like that is still just coated and covered with disuse and dust and it it's have human parts grafted to it no no but it does it has sort of like these you know robotic sort of like those boston dynamics legs uh, <laughs> and it's got two arms that you know have like fully articulating sort of pincers to you know grab cargo boxes lift them and put them aside and it turns at your noise and you know starts to approach and with that we are going to roll for initiative oh okay um so let's see so let me get the combat tracker out i think uh, in foundry the gm can just hit it and roll for everybody right yeah, is that okay or is that not fun? Do people want to roll the? No, no, I think you should do that. Go, go for it. Too late. Okay. I won't. <laughs> okay, we got a doctor tell rolling a twenty. Uh, let's see. Boom, 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 boom. All right. So now you're seeing. Hopefully, 
hopefully you see like the order up on the upper left. I think I've oh. set it. Wow, that's think, cool. I've not I seen think that I've, before. I've set it up to have your action points as the bar in the below. So here's, I haven't run a combat in a, in, in a little bit, but I'll explain the basics. If you look on your character sheet, you should see action points. That's the main thing you're going to be looking at. Uh, so basically, the way combat works in this is you roll initiative. There are a number of actions you can take for each action point. Mm, okay. uh, what we do is we go in order of initiative. We all spend one action point. Then we all, in the same order of initiative, spend another action point. Anyone who has action points left, they get to go again. So you sort of have these impulses. Uh, the way, let me just pull this up really quickly. M space journal entries, M space combat, combat overview. So basically, you know, you spend an action point. Uh, if you attack, you're rolling your combat style. We figure it out. You have to spend action points to defend, like if you wanted to evade. Evading is very drastic. It's like diving for cover. Just simply stepping out of the way as part of like a fist fight is considered part of your combat style. Uh, let's see. Um, you roll a comparative roll, you know, you measure your level of success. If you have a success and your opponent has a failure, you have a one step level of success that gives you the option to unlock certain abilities and you go from there. So we'll, you know, go through this as we do. It's hopefully won't be too complicated. Um, but up first is looks like Jung Hee. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull out the combat actions really quickly. And this is going to be the things you can do. The proactive actions are the things that cost one point. The reactive actions cost one point as well. You can see parry, interrupt, take cover. Interrupt is part of uh, delay. I don't think you actually spend an action point to interrupt and delay. What you do is you spend the action point to delay, and then if something happens where you want to take your action, then, then you spend the point to interrupt. And then there's a list of free actions that you don't need to spend a point on at all. <clears throat> OK. So up first is, looks like Yun Hee. I am going to delay. You're going to delay and see what happens. It's very nice. OK. Uh, so you delay. Uh, then up next is the droid, an ALT-A0 model uh, loading droid. It seems to think you are cargo. It's not like maliciously saying kill, kill, kill. It's just, you know, there. it's been stacking poorly cargo around it. It's found new cargo that seems in disarray and it starts to make an approach. It recognizes that uh, Dr. Calder is the nearest, the nearest bit of cargo, cargo and uh, starts to approach. So let's see, its move is six. So it can move six squares. One, two, three, four, five. So it gets there, and that is its first action point, was to approach you. So now we go to... Uh, as it approaches, I'm going to use one of my free actions to speak to it and say, halt, robot. It sort of goes, did, 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 and it, but it doesn't really compute, and it just sort of keeps coming. I guess, did, 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 did will be my generic robot processing. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense. Um, okay, so Dr. Calder, your first action point is up. I am going to walk around it. Okay, so you're going to just try and uh, 
where exactly are you going to try and move? Out of its, like, view range, just basically behind it. Okay, so you're going to stay, but you're going to try and circumvent to its back. Yeah, I don't know if that, I guess that might maybe outmaneuver. Uh, outmaneuver, yeah, let's do that. Because uh, you are technically in engaged range. So let's do opposed evade skill. So give me an, uh, an evade skill roll. Or I have some of that. Roll. Okay. Did you succeed? No. Okay, so you both failed. So <laughs> I'll let you... So you both failed. It's it's comically clumsy. But yeah, tell me a little bit about what happens. So um, Alte Zero, or Alto, mm -hmm. as, as we call the old ones back at <laughs> Tech, um, re reaches out to to grab me, and I just sort of sort of sidestep it and uh keeps trying to to turn and and engage me and i it's basically like two people trying to not hug <laughs> right okay <laughs> and and in what way do you so that's how alt a zero fails to grab you and and how does your failure come into the fact that it's missed oh just in in trying to to walk around it it just keeps it it stays tracked on me Okay, so uh, you don't actually break the engagement. It's still no, not at gotcha. all. Okay, all right. So that's your first action point. So although, just... although at at your discretion, I I will end up behind it, except it's facing me, so its back is to the rest of the group. Absolutely, why not? Yeah. So yeah, why don't you position yourself on the other side? Uh, it's game's paused, so I can't. Oh, oh, sorry, I forgot to unpause it. Okay, there you go. So yeah, why don't you position yourself on the other side, uh, and then make sure on your character sheets that you've take down an action point. Uh, Dr. Ah, Patel, yeah. it's your turn to spend your first action point. What would you like to do? Well, um, I'm way kind of behind everything here. Mm -hmm. did, it, did it look like it was that thing was coming in a menacing manner? No, it's definitely not menacing at all. You, you know, you're this sort of the hairs in the back of your neck tell you that it just sees you as parcels that are out of place. It's sort of already, you know, in its clumsy programming that's outdated and half broken from disuse stacked and knocked over enough boxes that it's looking for new parcels to all right so of. but it but it does it's clear to us that that's what it's going to try to do it's going to try to grab yeah, somebody and stack us definitely tried to grab dr calder with its you know its twin like piercing uh <laughs> pincing claws all right and then, uh, so I'm kind of looking here. I don't see anything on this list that makes me feel there's anything that I should do differently. I'm certainly okay. behind everybody else, so I'm gonna just dither. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could dither, or you could choose to. I guess there's no point in delaying. It's just your own team that's left. Okay, so you're just gonna sort of stand by. I guess yeah. delaying gives you the chance to interrupt if something comes up, like if suddenly the robot ran at you or something. Yeah, I was like Not sitting there just like, cool. it turns and goes, kill, kill. I'd be like, all right, I'm going to shoot in the face. <laughs> right. Actually, what I'll do is, you know what, I'll, I'll pull out my, I'll pull out, what was it called? I think I have some sort of stun, stun rod or something of some sort. Oh, I know Dr. Mac does. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see, you have a stun stick, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to just pull that out, you know, just kind of as a defensive that's that's the thing that yeah because that's what i would do if you know in, in in any search circumstance where i thought there's something to be around just pull that out because that's saved me in the past 
Cool. Okay. Uh, all right. So that's what, uh, so you'll ready that weapon, which um, might actually be a ready weapon is the thing if you, if it wasn't out. So if yeah, you want to... it is. There it is. Yeah. Ready. Okay, so, so I'll, I'll ready weapon with mine. Action. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead and spend that uh, action point. Then we're on to Dr. Mac. What do you do with your first action point? Um, I think Dr. Mac is full of himself enough that he, <laughs> like, he notices what's going on with the robot and he sees, like, Calder try to, like, dance with it. That I honestly think that he just keeps walking. Okay. Like, he's like, he kind of shakes his head, like, Calder, why, why are you doing that? All right. And so now also maybe thinks this is just a thing that robots do, like try to stack people, I guess. <laughs> right. So now just so you can see on your character sheet on the character tab, there yeah. should be a movement section, six walk, 16 run, 33 spent, sprint. Yeah. Uh, that's how many squares you can move uh, for an action. Now, moving is a little weird in this game. Uh, you don't always, it's, it's a little nebulous when you spend action points to move, but if it's a clear, like, I am going to approach and then you, call it an action point so we'll say that you spent an action point to move your six ish yeah whereas good enough okay and then we're on to dmac with your action point uh, uh can you put the combat stuff back up i keep closing it oh yeah 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 uh it's the fist on the right hand side oh the oh yeah. the log yeah and where it where does that come from or it's not a journal entry right uh i created a journal entry and I, oh, and then you do show to players, and then I do show to players. Yeah, so I created mm. all this, and yeah. I think there would be a way to like give us permission to see it, so we could close it and then reopen it. There must be, not... right? I'll yeah. figure that out. But yeah, we're not gonna figure it out now. Yeah, and then if it was accessible, it would be in the compendium tab under M space, and there should be M space uh, journal entries. But I don't know if that's accessible. Oh, I can see it. Uh, M space. Combat. Yeah, it's in there. In okay. combat M space journal entries, then combat, and then combat. Yeah, entries. nice. Can I open? Oh, good. Yeah, cool. not everything is entered in yet, uh, but a lot of that stuff is filled yeah, okay. in. Okay, but I can add. But I can, if I close it, I know how to reopen it. Nice. Yeah, that's where it is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So uh, so sorry, Dmac. What would you like to do the first? Uh, I'm going to spend a free action to assess. Okay. So and what I'm trying to find out. So I'm going to roll perception. I take it. Uh, like, you know, I've, I've gotten the general sense that you've described, you know, I think this robot is like somehow defective. Uh, but what I'm trying to assess is what, how much physical danger we're in right now. Okay. Why don't you give me a mechanics role instead of a, uh, that's well, better. which is, uh, and then let's modify it by your perception. So 20% of that is going to be another seven. So add seven points in the miscellaneous. Your... Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll leave that open. And can I click on the 59? Yeah. Click. That's a good roll. Ooh, look at that shit. Uh, so, yeah, you... That's a very good roll. So you believe that this robot is not malicious, but it does have the potential, especially given the low atmosphere environment, to do some damage. Like, it's, it, you can tell that if those claws manage to actually grab you, there's a chance it could... Do some serious open things. the suit no I, yeah yeah break limbs things like so that. i'm gonna i'm gonna attack with my laser rifle and i'm aiming to uh i'm gonna try and like disable it okay so you're at close range and aiming is a little weird in this game 
-hmm. it's not it's not a little weird that to truly aim takes an entire combat round okay uh because it, it assumes that the the minutia kind of aiming you do to take a shot is built into your shot right uh, what is it what does aiming get you it knocks it down from in this case like say a standard to an easy so it's a pretty big bonus if you spend mm -hmm. the rest of this combat round aiming but if you just uh take a shot um, and it's standard then it's a standard right and it can help like if you're at a longer range or if there's a lot of things going on but in this case none of those things are applicable and so, i'm going to be rolling against uh gunner, space spare sparing space sparing yeah which i'm pretty fucking good at so uh, is there any, are you going to make it more difficult for me trying to disable it anyhow, or, you know? Uh, describe to me how you're going to disable. You're going to try and... It, does it, like, does it have legs that it walks around on? Is it yeah. treads? Uh, uh, I'm going to aim for, uh, like, the... the. Um, okay. So like let's, one uh, of the legs or the other. So, yeah. Yeah, so funny. let's let's roll and see how it goes. All right. Oof. 63, that's uh, a success. Great. Yeah, not great. No, but it's good enough. And in this case, the robot is facing the wrong way and doesn't actively try and defend itself. Mm. So what that gets you is you have one level of success higher than the robot, which has zero levels of success. Right. And so if we go to the combat special effects, you get to pick one of these. And I believe one of these is choose location. Yeah. So in this case, you could choose location. And it says when using hand-to-hand -hand melee weapons. Oh, that's... Uh, if using ranged weapons is a critical success only. Unless oh, the target... Um, give me a damage roll, which okay. I'm hoping is somehow right there on the sheet. Uh, I think I have to go to equipment. If you go to combat, is it uh, okay. under your weapons ranged? Yeah, blaster rifle damage. Pretty good roll. Nine. Okay. Very nice. Uh, so the shot obviously lands and hits its leg, which you can see is not protected at all. And sorry, how much damage did you do? Nine? Nine. Nice. So that does a significant number, uh, does a significant amount of damage to its leg. And the leg is basically almost completely off and it loses balance and tips over. Nice. Okay. All right. So, that's, so now we go to. So now, uh, Yung Hee, you get to spend your next action point, as you've just seen D Mac blow its leg off. Is the I'm like, because I'm just like, great. And like, is the robot doing anything? Like, it's probably just trying to like, oh no, I am a robot. <laughs> <laughs> My leg has been blown off. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't quite reacted yet to its newly discovered instability. I guess like. And there's not another door. How hard would it be to put this thing out of its misery? And just like, actually, no. Ooh. Do I? No. I'm like, why did you shoot? I just looked at D back like, why'd you shoot it? It's just working. <laughs> All right. So you're going to talk. That's I, I, don't, I don't respond. I just, <laughs> I just roll my eyes. All it's right. Like, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Okay, so are you going to do anything in particular or just sort of, you know, scornfully glance at uh, D-Mac? Um, basically, I want to just move around the robot to get on D-Mac's side okay. of the so, area. And, had, and I assume there's like a door or something this way, right? Yeah, so you can move six squares. All right, so you, you move forward and uh, take a look. So up next is 
the robot who spends its action trying to regain footing. So it has to take a brawn roll and see if it can actually pass. It's going to be very difficult because it is missing a leg. So we'll make this formidable. Okay, it stays on the ground. It sort of half spins in place, you know, stumbling, trying to get its one good foot, trying to reprogram its reroute everything to understand that it's only got one leg, things like that. Uh, so up next is Dr. Calder. What do you? What would you like to do? Um, pick it in the nuts. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, stand on its feet. Okay. Um, we used to do this back at the at the lab, and it really confused <laughs> the the robots. Um, sometimes they they actually fell down because the the sensors in their feet thought that they were falling forward when when they weren't. So they they just start leaning backwards. It's really funny. All right, so you're going to stand on his one remaining foot? Yep. Nice. Okay. Uh, it sort of like reaches out with its arms, but it's not really able to do anything. Okay, so that's what you do. And then moving on to uh, Dr. Patel, what are you going to do? Oops. Um, I'm going to say good shooting, Tex. Um, and she's not that brave but she she's going to sort of you also in the back of her mind think well if i could just get this rod into the neck area that usually you know you shock it around there and it usually shuts them down okay. um but i'm going to not do that i'm going to say i'm i'm going to just stay back here maybe just move up just a little bit since it okay. seems like we've got dr calder taking care of it with you know it got shot you know Dr. Mac, you know, is, is down there. So probably no sense in doing anything. So again, I'll, I'll, I'll just do the um, delay. Got it. Okay. So you delay, and then that brings us to Dr. Mac. Is there anything you want to do with your next action point? Yeah, Dr. He calls out, Shark who's embrace, it seems excessive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you see the, the uh, detached legs sort of sparking and, you know, doing its last electrical throws. He's and imagining then... a sad face on this robot. <laughs> ah, someone put this thing out of its misery and he, he'll uh, he'll fire his uh, his needle gun at it, but it's got a flechette in it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so go ahead and give me uh, a, a, an attack roll that's on the combat part of your sheet. Mm-hmm. Okay. That hits. Uh... It still can't defend itself, so you're going to get a special effect. So let me, uh, in case, do you have the combat special effects up? Mm -hmm. And if not, yeah, I'll show it to you. And uh, yeah, so you get to sort of pick one. You can, you know, again, choose location because it's close range, and this is a ranged weapon. Or if there's uh Does this thing have armor? It, it has like, like a metal frame to its head chest and abdomen its arms and legs seemed exposed so they could articulate more easily okay i don't th okay so to bypass armor though i'd actually need to roll a critical i believe so yes i think that's okay. a critical well then i will just pick the location as its head i guess okay i'm gonna shoot for its head okay give me a damage roll yeah, it's just one d six. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, so the the Fletcher round very harmlessly sort of skips off and bangs against the wall. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the wall goes to sleep. Uh, not really, obviously. Okay, so that's your next thing. And uh, so lastly, we're up to DMAC. What do you do after blowing its leg off with your next action? And what, what did the, uh, the dumb doc from Caltech or MIT do? He put it back on its feet or something? <laughs> no, he's no I just, I, I'm just standing on its, on its leg, basically. Yeah. So oh, it's, you're. Oh, it's one leg. You're standing on it, so it can't get up. Right. So yeah, it's it's prone, and yeah, I pictured uh, Doctor Calder sort of <laughs> evil grinning, sort of standing on its leg, going "Ha ha, robot suffer." <laughs> I don't know if that's actually and what, true. And it and uh, so this was uh, after it um, tried to get up and couldn't get up, right? Right. Um. I'm going to do another assess. I want to know if uh, it, the robot could spin around with its torso and hit Calder. So, yeah, give me a mechanics roll. All right. Are we modifying it by um, perception? Uh, yeah, same, same modifier. Yeah, All so right. I think it was Take modified by seven. seven. Uh, let's see. I click in here. I put a seven in there, and then I click on that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's torso can rotate 360 degrees, mm -hmm. but the way it's sort of positioned, it's, it's arms are going to keep it from doing so. And this thing is pretty much locked in place. It, it can't really do much as long as Dr. Calder stays on its leg. It can't really spin okay. around anymore. And uh, uh, so with that, uh, I'm going to stop the combat. You've basically disabled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I was going to say that's a free action, you bitch, but okay. <laughs> yeah, you want to put it on the No, I, I was, was going to say I was going to come over to it and see if I could, like, uh, you know, look for a diagnostic port or something to, or some sort of, uh, you know, off switch. Right. So, yeah, now, like, you know, we're out of combat. So, yes, uh, if somebody would like to do that, if somebody, I think somebody needs to sort of keep its leg immobilized so it can't. I would, I would look at Calder and say, all right, stay there, and I'm going to, would that be mechanics again as I look for a way to turn it off? Uh, mechanics, or maybe more appropriately, if somebody has this, is some kind of computers or... It might. Let me see. Uh, maybe the mechanics would sort of get you the port and figure out that kind of uh, stuff. So yeah, um, give me a mechanics yes. roll. Easy. Astrobiology? <laughs> maybe not. I mean, I, we could do mining. Is this <laughs> a mining Demolitions? Well, Dr. Calder has computers, but if you want to give me an easy mechanics roll, uh how good are you at computers there dr Feldman? pretty good but i honestly Oops. have no interest in in doing uh, anything with this robot there you go i okay i forgot to take the seven off but i still would have passed that's okay so yes yeah, so that's a that's a good role so yeah you find the port and uh you see like you know this thing barely has any battery power and uh, you know, the diagnostics, obviously, it's showing mechanical failure in one of its legs. And <laughs> um, surprise, it, motherfucker. You know, it's it's showing that it's, you know, it's recently, you know, connected, powered on by the, the ship's, like, uh, internal network uh, very recently, like a couple hours ago. Um, sort of around the time you guys were dithering around in the hallway and, and mm -hmm. uh, it's sort of 
started doing its thing not too long before you started hearing it. Gotcha. Uh, there's a BIOS update that you should probably download. Uh, <laughs> hasn't been turned on in years. Flash the BIOS, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, basically that's the general information you get from its uh, its panel. Okay. And is there a way? Like, I can can I disconnect the battery or? Yeah, yeah. You can sort of give it a yank. Yep, I will and, do that. Yeah, and the thing just sort of powers down and and turns off. All right, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna scan the around and see if I see any other threats. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's see. So, let me see. Up a, you know, you see there. It looks like there might be like another airlock. Um, okay. Let's see what else is here. Uh, looks like some kind of like. <clears throat> storage closet right there but the door is locked with a with a biometric uh, mm. lock like your card won't open it mm -hmm. um and then where that computer skill comes in handy easy uh, money you give it a shot if you want oh yeah okay yeah um so go ahead and it's going to be a what's the label it's going to be a hard uh computer check okay nice oh that's dmac um oh there we go Oh, critical. Nice. Nice. Okay, this thing opens up in a heartbeat. Um, I don't know. Uh, what would be a critical success in your mind? Um, you also gain access to the, the payroll data for the station. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I, 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 get, um, I get all the terminals in the station to, to display uh, MIT sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Very nice. Uh, okay, so critical success. Okay, so yeah, it opens, and inside you see uh, there's a lot of crates and materials marked. Like it's got the first initial E. Galdus. You know, Dr. Galdus is the uh, lead research scientist here that you know is in charge of all of uh, Farsight Station's stuff. And you see some crates; they haven't been opened in a long time. One looks like it's locked, but it looks like a typical weapons crate. Uh, the other crate, you're not sure what it is. Again, it has the styling of a weapons crate, but it doesn't look exactly like a weapons crate, but they're both locked. Dmac seems to know his way around weapons. Uh, I'm going to ask him if he recognizes what these cases might be. I'll take a look at them. Yeah, and you know, judging by the size, you're thinking either there's like two rifles in there or like eight pistols or something like that. Would commerce, in quotes, be a thing for this? Uh, yeah, yeah, why not? Well, this this ISBN number usually represents... Oh, um, he has no idea, hard. though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it looks like... Actually, that's... Let, let me take a look. Was that a critical failure? No, it wasn't quite. No. Like... Okay. Um, you're gobsmacked. <laughs> yeah, so that's what you see. You see a number of boxes... How, how are they locked? Is it like an electronic lock, or is it like a padlock, or...? It's electronic and a very secure physical lock. Okay. Uh, I'll say that, you know, if it is personal weapons, you know, it's not many. Yeah, that would be a, a, a fair assessment. Yeah, but why would the head scientist need a cache of personal weapons? I'm going to shrug. Maybe for crazy-ass robots. <laughs> all right. And uh, so as you're doing this, all of a sudden you hear the airlocks behind you cycle, and the station head 
sanitation engineer comes storming in Jake. He's like, what the fuck is going on? I'm hearing gunshots in my station. And uh, he comes storming over and then he sees the ALT A0 robot on the floor and he goes, what the hell happened there? That thing's been decommissioned for better part of a decade. Yeah, boss. We just took down a robot revolution. Yeah, <laughs> your, uh, your robot was uh, about to turn uh, Dr. Patel into uh, a pallet. <laughs> so we... Uh... I didn't even I didn't even I didn't even blow it up. I just took its leg off. You can fix that, right? Yeah. And Jake looks at you and says, So so it was activated. It was it was moving around. It was running it. and uh it was looking at us like we were ready to be loaded onto stuff. I mean, I guess that could be explained by an old BIOS, but the fact that it was on at all. <laughs> uh and yeah. sort hey, of uh, hey Jake, what's the deal with the weapons in here? <laughs> and he looks over, he's like what are you doing in Dr. Galdus's uh, storage? We're, uh, you know, it, it's these scientists. They're naturally curious, but huh. once they open the door, I have to look too. What are you and talking what... about? The robot came out of this room. <laughs> uh, Jake's like, no, it didn't. Trust me on that. Uh, he's like, look, what Dr. Galdus keeps on the station is up to Dr. Galdus. She's one of the longest uh, serving personnel on the station. You know, I don't need to ask questions. You know, she's a high-level elevation employee. It's beyond my pay grade. So why don't we all step out of her personal storage area and uh, why don't we get out of this partially depressurized part of the station? Why is this depressurized there, Jake? What's going on? Is this is this just because the station's falling apart? It's like, first, how dare you? <laughs> I keep this station running as best as I can. And second... You know, and then he looks sort of downwards and a little ashamed. Just nobody to use it. You know, maybe okay. in its prime, this part of the station was just as useful as all the rest. But, you know, there's almost no reason to be back here. If you keep going, you know, counterclockwise, you know, there's like an empty lab that we can't rent out. There's, you know, gotcha. more storage that we, you know, nobody can use. Yeah. So we just lock it up, you know, make sure it's not draining too much of the air from the rest of the station and. No. Who, uh, you, Dr. Galdus has a kind of storage closet back here. Uh, does she come back here often? Do you know? Like, it seems awfully inconvenient to have something where you have to suit up, come and get it. Something, doesn't that seem a little weird to you, Jakey? Well, I'll be honest, you know, Jake looks at you and says, you know, she, as far as I know, she hasn't been back here in a long time. You know, this is some of the stuff, you know, it's been here for a long time. Some she came with. Maybe... Okay. And he tries to remember the last time she's been back here, but it's been a while. Uh, gotcha. Does anyone else come back here? Do you? Uh, how often do you come back here? And he looks at you and said, well, you know, I don't come back here very often. I am the only one that has access, you know, and he points over his shoulder, you know, to the life support section of the, the station. That was yeah, the room. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, you know, I haven't been back here. You know, I, I give like routine, you know, puncture, you know, is the hole still integrity right, still? Right, right, right. But otherwise, you know, that's the only reasons why, I, you know, Wait, I, would I, anyone be able to get in here without it showing up on a monitor somehow on a monitor? Uh, no, you know, there's, you know, when, you know, access is is granted to most places in the station, you know, it records it in the computer log downstairs uh, and some other places. But mostly it's in the computer log in the in section two. And, you know, we have security cameras so we could see, you know, who goes where sometimes if we need to. But OK. Did, did you say there's an empty lab back here? 
yeah further you know counterclockwise there's a there's an old lab that just can we get out can we go out if we go this way i'm going to start walking this way start i want to start walking so uh oh is it paused i I... yeah it's okay there you go i'm 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 gonna i'm gonna get kind of close to jake and be like so um i have some experiments i'd like to do kind of off off the books (laughs) you think you think i could i could use that use that uh lab well you know that's under the purview of dr galdis and uh mr edvin um really at at what price point does it come under your purview (laughs) (laughs) he says i appreciate how low you think of me but i i don't mess with any of that stuff not here on a station where the difference between life and death is just a few centimeters of metal and again, he's. I mean, this this area is already barely pressurized. Yeah, true. So yeah, so uh, just really quickly, uh, DMAC and Doctor Patel, what you see in front of you is another temporary mm-hmm. airlock uh, to this door to your sort of south. Mm-hmm. Um, so you figure it's sort of the exact same setup. Okay, and do we like as I went by some of those rooms? Do I can I tell? Like, uh, is this the lab that he was mentioning? No, that's that's a, a, a bigger airlock. Yeah. So. All right. So the lab must be farther along. Yeah. So you know, if you if you do you want to ask Jake if you can exit through the. Yeah, yeah. Room? I mean, I'm like talking over my shoulder as I'm kind of walking that way. Okay, so Jake follows you, and uh, you know he sort of like, you know, taps his biometric key card, unlocks the door. And uh, you come to sort of this area, which is sort of like it's a pressurized sort of temporary airlock here. Okay. And uh, he says, "Yeah, let's everybody let's exit down here if you're if you're willing." Okay. Where where was where was that lab you were talking about, Jake? It says it's up ahead. I'll show you on our way out. All right. Um. Okay. So it looks like Dr. Calder. So it looks like Jung Hee is going out the other he way. He kind of like as soon as that conversation kicked off, mm-hmm. left. You just took off back your own way. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then how about D-Mac and who have we? You mean Dr. Mac? Uh, sorry, Dr. Mac and Dr. Patel. That's you, all this yeah. is going on. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Patel's with you guys. Okay. Um, I'm going to, if Young He's cool with it, I'm going to say that Dr. Mac saw Young He and started following her. Okay. Unless she was being like super sneaky about it. I would try to be, but it's not like something I'm good at. Is it something you are willing to roll, or you think it's good enough that he caught you? And I'm going to say he picked up on that polit- politics aura and was able to follow me out. Got it. <laughs> okay. So this door closes and locks behind you. Uh, Jake opens this door in front of you and says, you know, if you follow me, please. Is little robot man still out here at this door? Yeah, you see him sort of saying, ah, oh, welcome back, you know, Yung Hee and, and Dr. Mac, hopefully you were able to find what you were looking for. I'm like, yes, XO. But you happen to know who has also used this door in the past two weeks? And he goes, did, 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 did. And then he says, the only one, according to records and video logs, is Jake uh, doing routine hull checks. Do you have anything, uh, acor- not according to records and video logs? Did, 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 did. I do not understand. That you have seen. Uh, and then he says, I have not seen anyone enter this airlock except for you two in the last two weeks. 
And I'm like, thank you. I don't like the sound of that, young he. Or actually, you know, I'm not going to drag you. So DMAC and didn't, Dr. Calder, didn't, every, following... didn't all of us enter that airlock? <laughs> yeah, are you going to keep following Jake through the next door? So yep. that closes and... Okay, so he says, yeah, so, you know, in this part of the station, you know, he says there's a couple more... Oops, sorry. There's a couple more storage areas right there and right there. You know, this this area, you know, he says, you know, the pressure's fine here. This is, you know, the station's active storage areas uh, where I keep my tools, sometimes where we keep supplies. Uh, and right here is the unused lab. Okay. Uh, who's, who, uh, whose personal storage units are, are around here? Uh, there's no personal storage here. I mean, Mr. Edvin keeps most of his belongings here. And usually I don't have any reason to go anywhere except for here. This is where my maintenance supplies and, you know, a lot of the, the supplies for the station are kept. Where do you keep a uh, contraband you've, uh, you confiscate? <laughs> and he says, I, I don't, look, I'm so busy just trying to keep the station from falling apart. I don't have time to be a spy or a smuggler or anything like that. I just keep the station running and making sure we all have air to breathe. And then he keeps going and then he closes the door and he locks it behind you guys. And then he's like, so, you know, while you were there, he's like, so, you know, I get it. You know, the ALT, a zero robot came at you, you know, rounds were discharged, but you know, it doesn't look like anything penetrated the hole. It looks like we're all in good shape. Please be careful with your firearms. I don't need to tell you that the difference between life and death out here in space is only a few inches of metal. Um, he seems to like that idea that he and the few inches of metal are the only thing standing between you guys and dying. And uh, he says, look, you know, it's getting late. I got a few more rounds to do before I cash in for the night. So just watch yourself, all right? And be careful. And then with that, he starts to head out. And so what do you guys do? Uh, do we know, like, if we've been assigned quarters? Yeah, so your quarters are up um, up in this general area. It's way in the sort of northeast section of the... By the, the bar. It's, it's, yeah, it's near the communal gallery. Uh, it's between the communal gallery and uh, Dr. Galdis's lab, which is right there. It's sort of the elevation general crew quarters. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the, so the, the, the clanking sounds have stopped, right? Yep, you don't detect anything else. I think DMAC would... I mean, we've probably been up for a while. I, I'm going to go to bed. All right. Well, what time is it? We'll call it, you know, kind of late. Like, if it was Earth time, just to be simple, you know, past 10, getting on 11. You know, you got you got there late afternoon, early evening, 6 or 7. You know, you spent a couple hours, you had dinner, you got the tour. Um, then, you know, this whole thing with the robot. So I'd say, yeah, 10 or 11 o'clock. All right. Uh, so, so, so Dr. Patel, a little bit... Uh, on the, sh the shaky sides. You know what? I think I'm going to have a little bit of a drink before I go. All right. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, Doctor. I'll, I'll join you before I hit the sack. I'm nice. there with a glass of wine. You're already there. <laughs> You're already nice. there. All right. Nice. Dr. Mac, what are you up to? I see you in the hall. Oh, Dr. Mac would have been following Young He. So you're going for the... Okay, so you see... Yeah, right. Sure. You're in there. She's already loading up on some booze. What are you going to do? Oh, start talking to her about Charclue and ask her if she's ever uh, considered considered Primaxium or if she's <laughs> looking for a personal life coach. 
Nice. And uh, Dr. Calder, I see you down south. Uh, are you going to join everyone in the galley or are you going to do something else? No, I'm, I'm heading back into the uh, into the area we just left. I'm, I'm breaking back in. Nice. Oh, you're going to try and break back into the cordoned off area? Oh, yeah. Okay. So let's see. You got a door in front of you. Let's take a look at what we're looking at here. Let me see your character sheet. Um, sorry, I didn't even... Okay, so you've got a computer skill. We're going to use that to try and hack the hack the lock. Uh, you got okay. you got a data pad with you, so you probably uh, we're gonna make. Hmm, would this be? It seems like this might be a slightly tough action, but I don't know. Let's just make it a normal. Let's make it a normal roll. Why not? What does the what does the data pad give me? Uh, the data pad it's not going to give you any specific bonuses or anything. If you had like if you were like a true hacker. Um, right there's things you can spend money on that would help you make the breach but uh 59 oh. does that do no not quite okay so not it's quite. sort of you, you think you're about to get through that second firewall and then it sort of cuts you off and it's bzz, bzz, you know entry denied and of course you know you then notice like there's a camera pointing right at you and stuff but um but yeah so that's what happens what's the door uh what's the door behind me Let's see. Uh, can you ping it by chance so I know which one you're? This that one. one. Uh, that's the door to the sick bay. Let's check it out. Okay. So yeah, you enter the sick bay. Um, is the, yeah. So you should be able to go in there now. And it's just a, like a standard sick bay. You see, you know, diagnostic, you know, equipment and uh, electronics. Uh, you could probably see them doing like light surgical procedures in a pinch. Um, it's, it's a pretty serviceable sick bay for being this far out. Like it could definitely handle like an appendectomy or, you know, something like that. If you had like, you know, cancer or something, you'd need to go back to the main system. Right. What do, what do they have for pain? Uh, they definitely have a spread of, you know, pain management medications, some hypos of, you know, whatever the morphine of the time would be. Are you looking to? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think Dr. Carter needs some of that. Okay. So yeah. Um, you might have to sort of just, Add it manually, but give your how many do you want to grab? Like two or three, or were you thinking like the whole greedy grab of the box or it's like dropping? No, no, just just enough to to get me through the next couple days. So three or yeah. four. Yeah, add uh add that to your equipment list. You got uh you got that going. Okay. Uh so real quick back to the galley, you know, Dr. Mac is you know giving you the full sales pitch. What else is going on up there? Um, I guess like why the sales I like he's halfway with the sales pitch, and I was like do you happen to know that the only person who seemed to be successful at opening doors around here isn't drinking? Uh, who's sorry? Who's not drinking? Uh, the Calder, right? Oh, oh, you, yeah. You're pointing out the fact that Doctor Calder's not there at all. Yeah, and he was, the, and that he was the only one who could open a door in the space stations so far. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything else going on in the in the galley? As he mentions that Doctor Calder's not there. I sit my wine daintily. Dr. Mac and myself say, well, what an eventful day, but I must retire to the quarters. Uh, young He, I'd love to talk to you about our, uh, our 10 pillar approach. And uh, of course, uh, have you signed a contract for our summer camp? I will pretend uh, to listen. <laughs> so I like take another nice. sip. All right. Very good. And then he'll head to his quarters and then I got to bounce guys. You can just keep going there. Okay. So, yeah, so he, uh, you guys head there, and what do the rest of you guys do? 
I don't um, know. Go ahead. Did was I able to see if there were weapons in those boxes? Uh, not literally. You just it looked like a weapons crate kind of box, but you didn't open it and see inside the specifics. Yeah, let me see. I don't know if I've got. So this is like I'm going to go into Twilight lore for a hot second. I just okay. went down a rabbit hole with that. I basically like I was in the gorilla fighting in like for China arm. Mm-hmm. So I just want to be like, do I know that that's like be like, do I think it's a weapons crate? But I don't know what I'd roll to say that. Oh, uh, let's take a look. Something that we could roll for that would be your customs. Like it's part of your background. Yeah, like because I'm in politics because my mom died and that stuff. Yeah. So give me a customs roll. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that definitely looked to you like a weapons crate. Yes. And like I said, you know, you assumed it could hold two assault rifles sized weapons or, you know, eight blaster pistol kind of guns. I would. That kind of size. Yeah. And belters. What does belter mean? Because I know that's what. um A belter means you're from like the asteroid belt. Uh, okay. Between, was it like Saturn or Jupiter and Mars? Jupiter and Mars. Jupiter and Mars, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it means you, you hail from that sort of section of space. You grew up in mining colonies. You know, you lived mostly in some sort of station, whether it be a station or a hollowed out asteroid or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's sort of what you've concluded. Uh, and so what comes next? You know, you guys are all sitting there. Three of you are drinking drinks. Dr. Max retired. Like I said, it's getting it's getting late, about eleven ish or so. You see Dr. Yeah, Dr. Calder stumbles in. Not yeah. stumbling, just moving a little slower than usual. Yeah, and uh yeah, and what do you gentlemen what would you like to do? Um, I like motion calder my direction, because I just to like good idea of a question for him. I'm like, okay. I have a question for you, Dr. Calder. <laughs> Go for it. I noticed that you were very successful with the doors earlier. How are you with um, something that would store records? Do they call those databases in your field? Hmm. What you say? Databases? How you say? Yes. How you say? <laughs> well, if you really knew my background, you'd know I'm excellent at manipulating data. <laughs> yeah, what, what you got? I can take a crack at it. It's like, nothing yet. I just wanted to make sure someone around could do something when we get it as long as it's mutually beneficial i'm willing to give it a shot i like nod and then i like i guess i like my wine's empty and i just get up and like give a polite bow to everyone and step away okay are you retiring to the quarters yes got it so it's sort of like the end of sound of music adieu adieu to you <laughs> okay so and i think two. is that right that'd be dr patel's also sort of uh, uh sign to get going Okay, so the two of you are going to retire. How about uh, D-Mac and Dr. Calder as the two remaining? Uh, D-Mac still got some liquid left in his glass. He's going to sit there and he'll nod when the others leave, but he's going to sit there for a while. Okay, and Dr. Calder? Dr. Calder is going to get himself um, peanuts and and a beer and (laughs) zone out... um, watching some uh, some American football on, on his tablet. Nice. All right. So, yeah, you, you know, you spend, you know, however long you spend um, finishing up your drinks, you know, eating your snacks, watching football. 
Yeah, I mean, and if Calder's just going to, like, zoom, as soon as I'm done drinking, I'll get up and head to my quarters. Okay. Yeah, and, like, you know, that you can sort of sense the station's going quiet, you know, like, there's a little less activity, it's quieter, as you know, that people are retiring, and, uh, yeah, it's sort of, the station's going a little dark. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so, DMAC, you've gone now to the quarters? Yeah. Where, where okay. are the quarters again? Uh, drag you the right there. Okay. Yeah, and so Dr. Calder, you're left, you know, having your drinks, snacks, watching football, and uh, you feel like you might be the only one still up in the whole station. Yep. And Dr. Calder's going to fall asleep right there in the galley. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. All right, so you guys uh, fall asleep. Uh, night is passing, but you are awoken in what seems like the middle of the night by a klaxon screaming and a robotic voice over the intercom saying warning warning airlock in use airlock in use warning warning and as you sort of wake up the people in the quarters and in the galley you can sort of see that a body has just been ejected from this airlock and uh everyone give me a quick perception roll which airlock? Sorry, did you ping somewhere? Uh, this one, the one nearby the, the, you. The one we can all see from. Oh, see. that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. I just didn't see you ping. Okay. Yeah. Everybody, give me a quick perception. Guess what I see? <laughs> Nothing. Any... We got uh, Young Hee with a success. Oof. So close. D Mac failed. Yeah, D Mac failed. We got a nice roll from Doctor Calder. And where do uh, I roll? So if you go to your character sheet under the standard skills, right? Uh, I see perception, and then click the percentage, and it should give you a oh, roll. The percentage. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. All right. <laughs> all right. Pretty good. So for those of you that succeeded, you see that Doctor Algernon has just been ejected into space, and we will fade to black there. Oh my! Ooh. Which one was Algernon hold, again? Hold, hold on. <laughs> Dr. Calder raises what's left of his beer and says, one less competition. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. Sorry, yeah. Dr. Calder, uh, Dr. Calder, uh, Dr. Algernon was the, hello, I'm Dr. Algernon. And Dr. Galdis, when he was going down the line introducing himself, was very tense at his interactions with the new people on the station. Uh, But basically, whatever he was asked, he sort of turned it to yes, no, and Hello. Um, he, he was seemed, very wooden. Yeah, he seemed off, was the general. Although DMAC wouldn't know any of this because he actually wasn't You weren't there. there. Right, yeah. right. So you may not have actually, you might not, it makes sense you, your perception role failed. You might not yeah. have seen him. Yeah. Um, but for the rest, you realize that Dr. Algernon has just been ejected from the airlock. And it's probably like four in the morning. Hmm. So, yeah, uh, that's where we'll. Weird time back. to go for a spacewalk, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that guy was more off than my experimental data. nice (laughs) well done um good yeah so like i said this isn't going to fit in a two shot obviously so we can keep going if people want i can set up a a doodle or people like yeah i I got my yeah i'm having fun okay but if people have gotten their fill uh, you know i I like how everybody gave me bullshit for like saving their asses and disabling the robot that was perfect (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That, that sounds on point and you know it's just going to make my character even more bitter so. <laughs> perfect all right well thank you guys i hope this is all right i appreciate it no, no it's good 
job. Yeah, good. A, a cool system yeah. and, and a, a nice uh, nice scenario here. Oh, cool. Yeah, hopefully, uh, I was a little worried the combat would drag, but hopefully it wasn't too slow. Oh, no, not no. at all. No, I think, nah, it's, it's I, mean, I think we spent at most 15 minutes in combat, right? So Yeah, it was, especially once you blew its leg off, like with the, yeah. like that kind yeah, of you're real, really quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're that sort of put it down fast. I, I, I have a tendency to one-shot things. It's just, you know, it's just how I roll. <laughs> nice. <Blam. laughs> Wait, do we say that's what she said? Do we just assume that's what she said? She, she, but is she sure? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, that's what that is. My wife would tell you that also. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Wham, bam, I'm done. Okay. Wait, you want more? <laughs> <laughs> Never enough. Yeah. Well, we're married now, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, guys. And yeah, I'll set up. But I know it's summer, and we'll just figure it out. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. we'll figure yeah. it out. Cool. All right. All right. Cool. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, thank Art. Thanks, guys. everybody. Right. Have thank you. Art. Bye -bye. Yeah. Thanks. Have a good Feel night. Feel better. Oh, appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Bye bye. the uh uh redid all of the uh permissions just to make sure i probably had them all wrong so here's what happens though and one reason why you may not want to do that so um if you want so now you can see the vision of all the character oh, tokens on the map it yep it's that's, a foundry thing yep that is what it was um wait really because yes. it doesn't know if it if you all have permissions for all the tokens, it doesn't know which view to present to you. So that's how it knows which view to present to you, which tokens you own. Uh, so, so you're not supposed to give us the permissions. You're just supposed to. Yeah, and there's some weird intermediate ones like view, but I think, I, yeah, there's probably some module that updates them. But I think if you give them any, like I've had all my DCC players like, oh, I could see everything. And they're, you know, they don't have dark vision. I'm like, fuck. All right. Well, then I took all their permissions off. Yeah. Well, it's not a huge deal here, but that's, that's good. Yeah. Cause I think this even came up last time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, but uh, yeah, everybody's doing okay. Yeah. Yes. Aside from uh, you, I think we're we're doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Really yeah. nice. Did they have to intubate you? Um. So I had a colonoscopy. I, and I don't know if you don't want to talk about it on the recorded part. I mean, you could edit it out. I suppose. That's that's what's that's editing. Work. Yeah. Right. I, I I would never fucking do that. <laughs> I, but I had an endoscopy as well. So. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and they found like a. Did they wash like, it off first? <laughs> no, I said, give me that gutter shit and uh, pay it extra. Do the mouth first, Doc. I, I have had that done too. And I'm like, do the mouth first. He's like, it's okay. We use different scopes. But he was laughing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, you know, I mean, they knock you out for the whole thing. So I don't know what happened. But, um, you know, they found yeah. like a little thing in my stomach, which is what they're supposed to. And they took it out. But 
then yeah at the end you know like i'm half out of it and i feel like shit and they're like are you okay and i'm like Ugh. and uh they're like okay well your wife's here so get out of here go home and i'm like Ugh. and yeah but I, I remember them saying like you know at some point your your o2 levels dropped mm. and we were concerned about that and i was like well you're supposed to be because <laughs> that's your goddamn <laughs> job if you're not concerned about that. They made you a spit take. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not concerned about that, what are you concerned about? You know, um, what are you watching? <laughs> and and so, like, I started coughing, like almost immediately. I felt like I had a really bad chest cold, yeah. and like all the crap in my lungs coming up would burn because it was my stomach acid. Uh. And so I'm like, this is what I'm feeling. They're like, oh yeah, you probably aspirated some stomach acid. I'm like, I mean, that seems like a big. I don't know. Maybe it's not a big yeah. deal. But yeah, as soon as I got home, like the most of the checklist of warning signs all hit at once. And then I just slept for 19 hours. Almost. Yeah, man, that's that's not a good experience. No, it wasn't. It was and and the whole time leading up to it, my wife's like, Yeah, it's no big deal. You know, I blame the endoscopy because the colonoscopy That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. And, and even the the anesthesiologist is like, Oh, that's weird they're doing that. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. And that's that's where oh, I've had it done. I mean, I had it done once. Okay, yeah. And that's where they found stuff. So like I'm like, oh, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But my my son just had that about a year ago. Oof. Both yeah. and both. Do them both at the same time and like roast you like yeah. a pig. <laughs> that's right. Um I, I I just for all those working people out there, I have newfound respect for both holes. Um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's no joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh so now that I've said hopefully the do your uh, rectum exercises from now on. <laughs> exactly the the other the kegel kegels kegels yeah. Kegels. <laughs> yeah i said it wrong like i don't know exactly how to say it and that i don't do them all the time but mm -hmm. um anyway apparently that that's what you do uh if you're a fighter pilot and you're trying to stay conscious during high g maneuvers oh really oh, yeah it makes sense yeah yep wow yeah. Well, you can. My son has a heart condition, and he, you know, he can bearing down is one way to try and like bring the heart rate under control. Hmm. I'm guessing it does something for your blood pressure as well. Interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, Jason gave me a little insight that the M space numbers are doing pretty well, but uh, given this ass and mouth talk, <laughs> I think this episode. Uh, this is going to send us right to the top. Exactly. Don't worry. This is episode two. Your numbers are always going to drop off. Well, I, I, I might want to, I might want to say that you know, Doctor Patel's specialty is colonoscopy. So nice. You know, <laughs> if Doctor, uh, if Doctor Mac Elbert wants to uh, undergo a procedure, <laughs> maybe you can find Shark Lou up in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Funny enough, that's my specialty too. <laughs> is your specialty receiving them i mean because that sounds about right <laughs> so uh everybody's doing all right uh you guys drinking anything interesting no nope. I, no i have uh, uh infused tequila with pineapple and mango nice that's See, good that's pretty good yeah i just put gin and some seagrams that's it nice that works too <laughs> I'm not judging. It's not infused. Sorry, I, I just saw a headline that's going to shock all of you. <laughs> that 99% of, of Americans dying from COVID-19 were not <laughs> fully are, vaccinated. Are, we're not fully vaccinated. Yeah, I'm shocked. Yes. Really? Mm -hmm. in, in, in May, of the 18,000 who died, only 150 were fully vaccinated. Yep. 
Shocking. Yeah. Yeah, so, it was just you know, vaccine same, is a hoax. Clearly. Yeah. And there's also that, you know, sort of parallel story about the public building in Florida where there's five IT employees. Yeah. That's right. Is this the one that collapsed or no, is this a that's different, different story? It's, it's basically there's five people in an IT department. Four people refused to get the vaccine. One oh. got it. COVID yeah. hit them all. Two died. Two are maybe in the hospital or just sick. I don't remember. And the other guy's and fine. The vaccine guy never. Yeah. He's just like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> shocking it's it's yeah. almost like uh you know you know we've had this vaccine te- well actually this particular vaccine technology we haven't had for that long but still it's almost like you know medical science sometimes knows what the fuck it's doing yeah i just like blows my mind yeah yep that was the other thing that blew my mind recently apparently You've, you guys heard of you know critical race theory and all the people who are against oh it. God. Oh yeah, there was something in your <laughs> neck of the woods, Loudoun County, right in Virginia. People going batshit. Yeah, sort of my neck of the woods. I live in the it's... north in Maryland. Oh no, wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're still <laughs> okay. south of the Mason-Dixon line. I no, I. Yeah, I know. Sorry. There, there are two things you guys need to know. One, apparently, people, some of the people, I don't know if it's a majority who are against critical race theory are against it because they think that it's being critical of race. (laughs) Like they take it literally. Not a joke. My wife told me this. I was like, you're joking. That's some some real dumb answer there. These people actually think that's what it means. I'm like, do they not know what the word critical means? (laughs) Like, (laughs) oh my God. Uh, Second thing I found out was that, um, was it uh, Delaware <laughs> was the last state in the union to outlaw slavery? Weird. I think I did know that. You know what year they outlawed it? It was like 30, 40 years ago, right? Uh, no, not, no, it's like slave, slave slavery. Oh, for some reason I thought it was 1902. like... 1902. 1901. Ah, look at me! Because the emancipation, uh, the emanci- emancipation proclamation only uh, targeted uh, belligerent states. Nice. Well, that's how you could do it. So, yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. It, it yeah. and um, Tennessee were were both. Uh... And that crazy trivia stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, on on this Juneteenth, I learned that. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, did you hear about TSR coming back? That I did hear about Star Frontiers. Yeah. Star Frontiers. Although, although uh, here here is here are the caveats. Uh, uh, they have rights to none of the Star Frontiers uh, IP, so they're basically bringing back Star Frontiers under a different name with different races and all mm. different things. So. Um, their other game they have is Giant Lands, which is like Gamma World without all the IP. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they do that? The running theme is they don't have. I don't IP. know. Well, uh, and then there's a uh, interview, and I shudder to bring this up, but there's an interview with Ernie Gygax, who's on the uh, TSR team, and he's like, "Yeah, we're we're making a game for old school guys who like it. You know, you know, people who want just two genders, blah blah blah." I'm like, "Yeah." So the people are blowing up about that. And 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 then they're feeling, uh, you know, persecuted, of course, because the woke culture is coming for them. I'm like, well, you know, so you, don't under- 
if you don't understand what kind of reaction that's going to cause, maybe you shouldn't be in business today. Yeah, it's like in 2020 for the RPG space, you definitely need to read the room, buddies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, what percentage of your possible client base is going to be? I mean, you'll get a few guys who, you know, you know, the best people. But um, anyway, it's just funny. Yeah, and then crazy. I, and I, I look Basically up the other... like like saying I only want people who are going to soundly criticize every possible decision I make in my product to right. buy it. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> other guy who's the partner of with Ernie Gygax on this thing is apparently like I look. He ran for office, and there's like a whole list of like, yeah, it's he he ran for some for maybe a state state congress oh, in North Carolina, and he yeah he's a he's a piece of work yeah. it's beautiful yeah nice yep well this garbage time is going to get us all doxxed and that's right yeah <laughs> yeah right. By... <laughs> i mean if, i'm if looking gonna, forward to the return of my if stalker you're resurrect one of those old companies resurrect iron crown enterprises right oh yeah yeah based in charlottesville or um what's the other one S uh, simulations something SSI. incorporated the, SSI. the computer games games guys yeah yeah they made some good they, shit they did the old gold box games yes yeah 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 yep yeah. yeah I mean as somebody who just purchased against the dark whatever the non IP uh, <laughs> against a dark master against a dark master the that's non IP that's a thick ass book you know Middle Earth role playing game I'm I'll still probably grab that Star Frontiers generic. But I guess we'll hey, see. You know what I would recommend? Uh, fuck those guys. Go on Drive Through RPG and get, get the uh, hardback Star Frontiers. They they bind they hard they bind them the the original Star Frontiers. I have some. But yeah, maybe I should just do that. Yeah, the and they're only like it's only like thirty bucks for the hardback, and they're, they're I mean they're black and white. Like there may be a couple color pages, but they're decent. See, and okay. we should just play regular fucking Star Frontiers because. There's already plenty, plenty of Star Frontiers that aren't Star Frontiers out there if you want to play those. That's Tiny Frontiers and all this shit. So if you want to play, I mean, if you want a D100 uh, with, you know, evil lizard races, we should play Star Frontiers because I remember great things about that game. I'm just obsessed with the bat dude on the front cover. My yeah. current situation. Uzarian. <laughs> Are they Uzarians? I think they're Uzarians. Something like that, yeah. Sarthar are better, but these these Uzarians are pretty cool. Nice. I'm going to run a pseudo Kickstarter that you're all going to have to back. It's it's just reprinting the uh, Middle Earth collectible card game. Oh, dude. No, no. I mean, reprint the the Middle Earth books from Iron Crown. That's what you should do. I would back that. No, those are all online. I know, but I want them printed nicely. Yeah, Have I'm you on played the Middle team. Earth. Ro- Middle Earth. Uh, no, I want the source game? books, not the RPG. I don't want. I don't want. Um, I'll play Murps. Oh, but the card game's amazing. It's like an adventure game in CCG form. I, Wait, CCG, is that out of print? You, you, you had me at CCG. You lost me at CCG. I'm sorry. Yes, but but that that's the thing. I'm I'm just gonna order play sets so you get. All the cards for it's like, like a CCG, bucks. but no CC, but no. It's it's like an LCG, but without the L. It's a DCG, a dead card game. <laughs> I was gonna turn my camera on, um, and I may have uh, like knocked something over. So mm. I was it's, gonna show you, you this. Bad mouth. 
TCGs. <laughs> yes. Are, so, we show and t- are we show and tell? I, I just was going to show you the Star for Tears book. Oh, what I do you got? got? Oh, oh I got nice. nice. Zero. zero today. It was supposed to come tomorrow, but it came early. Nice. It's a great system. Well, I mean, I haven't played it, but I think it's a great system. Yeah. <laughs> It's very, very like that. Mutant Year Zero and Forbidden Lands are more similar than like Alien. Yeah. All right, I'm going to do the thing again. Let's see if I break it again. All right. So Jesse, is the Lord of the Rings LCG is that like not supported anymore? No, no, sorry, not Lord of the Rings LCG. Middle Earth CCG. Oh, oh, so, totally. So this was uh, produced. This was produced from '95 to '98. Got Oof. it. That's a long time ago. And ICE lost the um, the li- license when Peter Jackson picked up the license to make the movies. Makes sense. So, like, basically right after they stopped producing that, I forget which company produced the Lord of the Rings collectible card game. <clears throat> and now, of course, you have the, the Fantasy Flight um lcg which is still produced okay all right hey oh Oh. alpha dawn and hardback sweetness but the cool thing about about this this ccg is one you you roll dice blue Blue. nice oh Oh, that's kind of cool you roll dice Uh, like combat you do corruption checks which which are dice but um but yeah, you, you can play you can play the wizards, you can play like fallen versions of the wizards. Like a cross section play. of the body. Like like a nice. you know, the alien yeah. autopsy pick. Yeah. <laughs> and then these the, 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 they're fine, but these guys are these are the best bad guys. <laughs> Just giant seahorses. So for all the audio participants, Duck is showing us just awful <laughs> pornography. Just yes. probably should be illegal. Oh god, do did did, did you see the, the trailer for that new dating show? No. Oh uh, yep. I heard about it. I didn't see the trailer, but I've seen a couple of Oh my god, you have to watch the trailer. It's amazing. Oh my god. It has, it's amazing uh, what people have put themselves through. It I, has I uh, it. it has one of my like uh what's her face from uh I don't know. I have a crush on the Bangs girl. <laughs> Whatever her name is. Oh, shit. It's just... called... Uh, Sexy Beast. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm in. They basically, like, they take people and then put them in blind dates, but they make them make them up as monsters first. No, this is not what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. No. It's really frightening. It's is this an American show? Like something definitely being done here? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like like what? <laughs> oh That's... my god. Oh, I'm thinking of the celebrity dating game. No, no, Zoe, no. Zoe Deschanel. I anyway, I've just noticed that. <laughs> Not that I would watch it, but I like Zoe. A lot, obviously. Uh, yeah. Yes. Have you Deschanel. seen the bangs? Deschanel. Uh she resembles my wife quite a lot, so it's okay. I'm allowed. All right. Well, I guess should we give this a shot, see what happens? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
All right. 